This is Anthony in Arena, and you're listening to In the Arena, and this is being recorded right now with no guest. First time I've done this in the arena, because today I ran into Jimmy Drake. He's a sales rep here in Columbus, Ohio, where I live, and he walked into Chipotle and walked past me and said, you're Anthony Anarino from In the Arena. He did not mention the sales blog. He did not mention the only sales guide you'll ever need. He did not mention the lost art of closing or YouTube every day. He mentioned In the Arena because it's a podcast and he's a salesperson, and he confessed to me that because we're salespeople, we do a lot of listening to content in a car. I've been struggling with this for a long time, recognizing that YouTube is a great platform. I love it. I'm going to go back and do a lot more work there because I love the platform and I love the medium of using video. I write every day. It's something that's been my practice now for over eight years. It's something that I'll always do. I will always write every day. I find it to be some of the best work and some of the best thinking that I do because writing allows you to think about what it is that you want to say and what it is that you know and what you want to express in some way, and it causes you to really do some deep work. I'll never give up writing, but I also like audio, and I've limited myself here on In the Arena to audio where I'm interviewing mostly authors, mostly people with really big ideas. I've got Christian Pierre coming on next, and he's a very good thinker with a book called Sense Making. You're going to see that in about a week, and I'm going to continue to do those on Fridays. So those come out, and you'll get something where you'll probably end up buying a lot of books. I hear from a lot of people that listen to this podcast, you make me buy a lot of books. There's a giant stack next to me because I'm always picking up new ideas from the authors that you have on the show. But I'm thinking to myself, how else do I serve an audience that's in their car most of the time? And true story, I called my publisher last week and said, what if we did an audio-only book? Because the people that want to read my book are in the car, or they're on an airplane, or they're in an airport, and they want to listen to it. They need to listen to it because you can't drive and read at the same time. And maybe you don't want to carry books on an airplane with you. So why not talk about it? Let's talk about doing audio first, and the printed book maybe comes after that. The world is changing, and I'm not afraid to change with it, and I'm not afraid to go first on something like that. Maybe it fails, but maybe it's massively successful because you really want audio. Okay, so now I have to talk about the sponsor for this episode. The sponsor for this episode is Sales Accelerator, my new training offer. To go see that, you're going to go to b2bsalestraining.com. Selling is harder than it's ever been. It's more complicated than it's ever been. There's a lot of stakeholders involved. And what I've done is looked at what do salespeople need in the way of training, and it's mindset, it's skill sets, it's toolkits. And I've built the -the state-of-the-art platform for B2B sales professionals. It's on a platform that's worth a million dollars worth of technology. And it is state-of-the-art. So you're going to get onboarding content to help you with mindset and all the intangibles. You're going to get fundamentals. So all of the things that you need to do to be successful in sales, all of the skills, whether it's prospecting or negotiating or discovery, there's dozens and dozens of courses right now that we've already invested in building and they're already live. And then there's advanced. So if you're a senior salesperson or you're a veteran, you've done this for a long time, You're going to get content that you're not going to get anywhere else, and you're not going to get it from any basic training. You're going to get things about level four value creation or how do you become truly consultative? How do you become a strategic partner and an advisor? How do you become somebody who your client looks at as good counsel? And then two novelties. 
We have simulator, so all of the work here is interactive, but the simulator requires you to make decisions, almost like a choose-your-own-adventure. So you have to decide how you're going to move a deal forward. I'm going to give you some choices. You're going to decide what works best, and if you get it right, then you're going to move forward. But if you get it wrong, you're going to have to go back and start over again. Not all the way back. It's not like a video game. You're going to keep your level, but you get to keep moving forward if you get things right. And then finally, my favorite piece is coach. It's 104 prompts or challenges or concerns you're going to hear from a client in the exact language that I would recommend you use to overcome that objection or resolve that concern. Not a lot of people will give you all the language choices, but I like the language and I think language matters a great deal. And then the last thing is 212, inspiration, motivation in the form of a video every single day on the platform. So go to b2bsalestraining.com. Right now there's a lifetime offer. You'll see other offers in the future. And now I want to give you straight content because it's mostly what I do is give people straight content. I wrote this post the other day and I want to just sort of set it up. What I notice about people is that they have a certain set of lenses through which they're viewing the world. And some people have lenses through which they can only see negativity. It literally blocks out anything positive or good, and it causes them to be pessimistic and cynical and skeptical and to produce lesser results than they're capable of producing had they had a better mindset. Each of us have a set of retinas that project impulses from our optic nerves to the brain where images are processed. And because they're in the brain, this is where meaning is determined. Two people with good vision can look at exactly the same thing and see something completely different. One person can look at clouds and see that rain is coming, believing that rain is going to ruin their beautiful summer day. And another person will see the same rain as something positive, being necessary for flowers and other flora to bloom and grow. The single event is interpreted differently because of the mindset of the person, not their eyes. So it's not reality. It's completely subjective as to how you interpret what it is that your eyes bring into your brain. If you look to find people that are cruel and mean and hurtful and hateful, you're going to have no trouble finding people like that. The world is full of them. But if this is what you look for, it's not going to be your eyes that are to blame for showing you a world that's a dark place. And it's not an accurate picture of the world you live in either. Instead, it's going to be about your mindset and your beliefs about human beings. So it's the belief system that you're interpreting what you see through that causes you to feel something negative about something that truly is negative, but it's not make up the entire world. Other people are going to see a world full of people who are kind and helpful and compassionate and generous. And to them, The world is a place of light and abundance, and their mindsets and their beliefs cause them to see something very different from another person. And you may argue that this is not an accurate view of the world either, and I get it. There are some people who are cruel and mean, and there's definitely injustice in the world. There always has been. But what it is that you look for is what will determine the quality of your life and your experience here, making it a dangerous decision to look for only the negative in the world. Ever since the world started spinning, the world has been full of light and darkness and good and evil and spring and winter, high tide and low tide, feast and famine, one being necessary to produce and appreciate the other. And because this is a ride where you're given a single ticket and you usually get an eviction notice around 80 years old, it's not a good idea to waste your time looking for everything wrong with the world and instead look for what's right in it. 
and there's far more right than wrong. But by looking for what's good, you're going to find it. And where you bump up against things that you believe should be different, you're going to recognize that you can use your power to make a difference where you can in your little corner of the world. Even though it won't be enough to make the world a perfect place, your improvements will make a difference for the people that you can touch. So we look for evidence to confirm what we believe to be true. And if you look for the negative, you're going to find it. If you look for the positive, it's going to be clearly visible to you too. So you have to make a good decision here. I almost read that word for word, but I riffed on it a little bit. Maybe I'll do something like this. I don't know. I'll have to hear from you. What do you think? Do you want me to share these ideas with you in audio? Does it make sense for you to be able to listen to this? Because you can take it in your car. And if you're like me, I have my iPhone sitting right next to me. And yesterday I spent a bunch of time getting rid of a bunch of podcasts that I don't really listen to anymore. And I went through and I added new podcasts. And then I went and I found the settings where I could literally say download all of the podcasts in this particular case because I want to listen to all of them starting at number one and working all the way through. That's the way I tend to do things. I find some string and then I pull on it and I just keep pulling on it. And I see where that path leads me. And when I produce a, a podcast a week, but a blog post a day, maybe it makes sense for me to start recording the blog post and riff on this and have this kind of conversation with you and tell you why this kind of stuff comes to my mind. Maybe share more about behind the scenes here. What was I thinking? What caused me to write the post that I wrote? All of these are inspired by something or someone that captures my attention while I'm just going through life. I write everything down because everything is interesting to me and everything gives you some chance to learn something new or find some new choice or do something different. In this case, uh, you see what you're looking for is really about an individual I have in my life who can only find negative in anything. There's no way for this person to see anything positive. They watch the news all the time. They're constantly upset about what's going on in global affairs and politics, and it's giving them a massive reduction in the quality of what should be a very happy and successful life. But it doesn't look that way when I look at them and I can just tell they're in pain all the time. And it's because the interpretation of everything is so bad that the world looks like a terrible place to them. And this is a person who has everything going for them. They really have no reason to have this belief system. But if you go out to YouTube and you go to the Everyday Channel and you search for negativity fast, you'll find out you get infected with all kinds of beliefs and those beliefs start to shape your experience here. And even without meaning to, you start picking up negativity and cynicism and skepticism and you start to decide that things aren't really what they are. You'd start to decide that they're negative and that you have to be concerned and you have to be on guard all the time and people are out to get you. And none of those things give you a really good life. So this is my first attempt at sitting, talking into a microphone and sharing content with you directly like this. You can thank Jimmy Drake for that because Jimmy was the one that walked up and started talking to me about recognizing me from in the arena and not one of the other platforms where I spend time. And it's made me rethink my strategy, even though I've been rethinking this for a while now. I've been trying to decide, do I start doing daily audio? And could I do the daily video and then record it in the mic while I'm doing the video and then hand over the audio so you get that at the same time? And then you get to pick whatever medium works for you. So let me know. Go out to thesalesblog.com. And while you're there, go to the contact page. Send me a note. Let me know if you like the idea of doing audio. And we'll see what we can do there. Maybe you have some ideas about converting the YouTube videos and 
making sure that you get that content in a format that's easier for you to consume because you can't drive and watch YouTube. If you like the show, also leave me a note. Give me a five-star review on iTunes because I guess that's seriously important to making the show successful as it pertains to bringing in new listeners. And uh, leave me some comments. Let me know what you think about this. And I will see you next time in the arena. And maybe that's tomorrow.